focus on season seven, episode five, where we watch how to build a sex room season one, episode one. And I didn't look at my quip, but there's not enough room to lay down a cuddle in this room. It's the prettiest butt plug I've ever seen. This is Brian. The nipple clamps are magnetic, so they don't lose each other. This is Noah. I'm the Mary Poppins of sex rooms. I'm at Melanax. Uh, if this is your first time listening, we watch a different reality show each week, discussing it in minute detail, figuring out if it's good or bad. And those are references to the show we watched this week. But last week, we watched Snake in the Grass. And we had a poll on Twitter where you can tell us what you thought about the show. You guys agreed with us that it was a bottom third show. So there you go. Now, Noah, what did we watch this week? This week, we watched How to Build a Sex Room. From a secret rock and roll dungeon to a next level spa, designer Melanie Rose dreams up erotic renovations for couples in this spicy reality series. That's How to Build a Sex Room on Netflix. I like the doom part of the description. It's very, very apt. Good, good job. Yeah, I thought uh, the show's pretty good. I thought Melanie Rose was a great character, and she really, she's really doing some heavy lifting in the show for sure. Oh yeah, oh, she's an absolute delight. Yeah, she definitely is bringing the A game to sex room sexiness. But there's no A in that. <laughs> she's bringing it. She's bringing it. It doesn't even need to be there. All right, perfect. Uh, yeah, so Melanie Rose. She was made custom homes for how many years? 15 years. And now she'd make sex rooms for Netflix. Unclear if that's her only thing she does anymore. I mean, I would definitely pivot into that. Getting free advertising from Netflix. Come on. I mean, if Netflix comes to you, it's like, hey, I feel like you might go to Netflix. I'm not sure Netflix comes to you and be like, hey, how about making a reality show around your sex room business? If Netflix is coming to me for anything, I'm doing it. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure you're going to Netflix here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, okay. My theory for how this show was created is she made a sex room for a Netflix exec, and he was like, we got to make a show about this. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. That'd be good. Uh, yeah. So she makes sex room. So our first couple is Taylor and AJ. Uh, there was like, some things on the board for their sex room. Uh, it needs to be a sex dungeon, but make it rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, restrain her uh, butt stuff and to flog or not to flog. Uh, Those are to, the requirements for their sex room. To be clear, it's called a put her in the mood board, which I thought was clever. I thought that was fun. There, oh. there, there's a lot of tongue in cheek yeah. wordplay in this show. Yeah. So the interesting uh-huh. thing about tongue and cheek, get it? Because yeah, <laughs> the interesting thing about the sex room is that it was their basement that he had to go through the like laundry room and like down these steep steps to get into this basement. And man, she, Rose had no desire to go down into this basement. And it was, uh, it's, yeah, it's crazy. I think it's a fun place for it for an otherwise useless area. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. Like I, I was thinking all throughout this show, just like how many rooms do you have to have to designate one of them 
as a sex ring. Uh, all of these places are in Denver, you should know. So, uh, you know, maybe real estate's cheap out there. I don't really know. I don't know what the Denver market's like. Well, this first room we could talk about as being like a useless room. So, like, were you, were you putting down there? Like, you know, depending on how many other rooms you have, like, it could be an office, but it's like an unfinished basement before it's a sex room. And before we uh, go ahead. Yeah, just like getting stuff down to this basement and the cost of finishing this basement probably precludes you to like use it for anything real. You know, Max. Um, there is something I just got to get off my chest. So this couple, the guy is AJ and the girl is Taylor. How does AJ spell his name? A and J. No. If you watched with the subtitles, it is A-Y-J-A-Y. It there is the a- most bonkers shit I have ever seen. <laughs> There's definitely a part in the show where they had like a, a Chiron or some, some sort of graphic. Sure. That showed AJ, like the letters A and J. Are you sure? Are you positive? <laughs> no, no. So I'm on Melanie Rose's website. This is hilarious. Um, it, Max is right. A-Y-J-Y. I'm always but, fucking right, except but, for when I watch the wrong episode. What is great, <laughs> they, the way they built the website is some, some of it actually like text and HTML, but other is like images. And someone made a PowerPoint slide of Taylor and AJ and forgot to say ignore the misspelling of AJ. So they had the red squiggly line under AJ on her website. That's great. <laughs> Too good. Uh, where, where, do you, where did you go wrong in life for your parents to name you AJ, but A-Y-J-A-Y? Mm, yeah. Just, this has been bothering me all day. I don't know. AJ. All day. I guess you did watch it in the morning. Uh, yeah. So I don't know what else to take this conversation to. They're, um, making this, they're making this sex room in this weird basement. And it was very entertaining to try to get them things in this basement because like the door just is, it's a hole in the floor. That's just not very big. And I thought that was very entertaining. Um, speaking of the construction, we meet the general contractor, Mike. So Mike and Rose have like a really fun, like back and forth. Like at some point they bring out this, like, what do they call a spank bench? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Rose gets on it and Mike is just flogging her. Wow. Melanie, not Rose, Melanie Rose. Well, it's Melanie Rose. Yeah. I don't know. So Lawrence gets on the spank bench. Yeah. And they're really going to town on this. There's a high amount of sexual tension between those two. That's true. And the son was there for yeah, some Yeah, Mike's reason? son is there. Yeah. <laughs> really added to the tension of this whole thing. Uh, when, the, when the contractor first got there, my first thought was like, is that Howie Mandel? It was not. He looks nothing like him. <laughs> but he's very, you know, he's got the fully shaved look. Someone also has a fully shaved look that's on this podcast. Is it me? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but like you got the beard going on. Uh, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah I feel shit. like a uh, shaved head and then no beard is a weird look. It's a hard yeah. look to pull off. But anyway, uh, 
Mike is great. Uh, he definitely is like not necessarily. He's 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 down to clown, but he's like, what is the the cross of Saint Andrew or whatever Saint Andrew's cross? So you know, it, it, she plays off him as like, oh, here's a chance to explain to the viewers what this the big X is in all these rooms. Yeah, I thought that was done really well. Like you're like learning about kinky stuff on the show. Really, it's a very sex positive show. Learn about this cross thing that I don't know, no one has really, probably. I imagine more people than you think. Like about ninety percent of the population has one. Okay, <laughs> uh, a certain Netflix executive definitely has one. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, so but yeah. On that note, they do a really great job in the show of making awkward things to talk about seem like very breezy you know like yeah it's weird let's try it out and they're like okay i guess i mean they definitely have this segment where the couples like show the area and then she's like shall i go upstairs and show you some tricks out of my bag and it ends up being like sex toys and like for this couple it was like a butt plug that was really heavy and there was like a, was there a vibrator too? I don't remember. And then there was like a flogger. And a riding crop. And a, yeah. So like each, and then the next couple had something different. So it's just like, you kind of, she's bringing the sex positivity in different directions for each couple. Yeah. And she's getting some good ideas on what to put in the room. Yeah. She's really trying to feel them out for what they'd want in this room. Because, like, the second couple, which we'll get to, definitely is not going to want a St. Andrew's cross in their room. Whereas this couple, she seemed to be all, she was hesitant, but all about it at the end. So what happens if you see your neighbors on this show? Like, you're you're on TV, but then, like, it's not like this just a thing. Like, everyone comes over and it's like, can I check out your sex room? And, like, I get, like, at first, like, the first week, okay. But after the first year, it's been used. Like, unless you no, haven't seen them in a year. I just, I will, I'd look into a sex room. I don't think I'd ever actually go into a sex room. You know <laughs> what's going on in that room. And you know what kind of fluids are there in that room. You, I'm okay. I don't need to be in there. And I hope they're cleaning yeah. up, dude. <laughs> right? I like that's. I it, mean, you'll be, you'll be fine. It just, right. like. I mean, it's the thought. It's a psychological thing, I think, really. And who knows? Maybe they aren't. But what would you do? So, Chris, you you, you just look. Let's yeah, say I would, I would look. Well, for this one, you'd have to go downstairs. Hey, right, you gotta. You gotta. And, and like, yeah, I mean, I would, I would go. Yeah, yeah, which, which I think is fine, right? Like, uh, yeah, this one, you got to open the hatch, right? It says yeah. adults at play. You have to uh, go into the storm cellar. Maybe I would bring some gloves. I don't know. Mm. Try not to touch anything. Yeah, that's a good one. Maybe an N95. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not worried about the smells, but you never know. Nah, dude, monkeypox. No, it must smell good down there, right? Because, like, excuse me, it has like they gotta keep it clean because. No yeah. one wants to go into a sex room that smells bad. There That's are gross. lots of people that want to go into that. Really? Uh, the entire like uh, uh, Berlin club scene is dirty sex rooms. Like, I think Max might have yeah. a point. 
that like some people might want to go to a room that smells like sex, which might get them in the mood for sex. Mm, but like, absolutely. I don't know. I, I don't think I'd want that. But like maybe somebody I can see somebody saying that. But but yeah, yeah. these guys, they are going to either keep it pristine or knock it all down in six months. Knock it all down. Yeah. Start start from scratch. Knock the whole house down. <laughs> How are you going to get that sex binge no. out of there? Make it a sex house. <laughs> there you go. Why stop at a sex room when you can have okay, a sex let's house? Talk, let's talk about the actual design of this stupid room. So we find out that you got the San Andreas Cross, which is like somewhere like a woman could be or a man could be like held up by their hands and you know you can do what you want with that and then they have this sex bench then they have on the other side of the room they have this weird couch thing and was there anything else in this room well that was like a lounge area and it's just like this couch like it's the entrance it's supposed to be like getting you in the mood and then you move over to the se- the, the kinky side. Yeah. The kinky side had the floggers and the cross and the bench. And that was about it, right? Am I missing something? They had the like sign, right? This one yeah, they, they had, had the, well, the artwork. So they had an, the big neon sign that said, trust me, love me, fuck me. Um, then they had some other artwork, but the most crazy artwork, um, Taylor. They had a painting of her in like this like heavy brazier at the end of like the pommel horse thing they have, like the spank bench. So when she's on it, she's staring at herself. That's wild. I didn't notice. I mean, there was also a full size mirror Mm -hmm. in the room. Yeah. you, You know, every love hotel has the full size mirror on the roof so people can watch themselves. Like that's, you know. An interpretation on that. My my one complaint about the sex room is that there's this couch, right? Where like theoretically one person can lay down on this couch, but two people can't really lay down on this couch. Like there's no like post sex cuddles happening in your sex room. That doesn't seem like a great sex room in my mind. It's not a cuddle room, Chris. I know, but like you need you need the aftercare. You can't just be like, oh, no. dude, just take out the butt plug and walk away. Have you seen how they were looking at each other that entire episode? They were ready to fuck it every moment. <laughs> you mean after every scene they did fuck? <laughs> I I would not doubt that that was happening. I mean, so, I, you're not wrong. I'm. This is my critique of the sex room. That's all. It's like just make that you know couch a, a little bit longer or something so two people can lay down. That's all I'm saying. I definitely agree the couch was not that practical, but it might be good to like, you know, bend somebody over. I don't really know. I don't know what the point was of the couch. I I may need to go examine this PowerPoint that Noah linked. (laughs) What? Uh, Not right now. Mr. Internet Corner. No, he found like a PowerPoint of each person's uh, room. Each person's sex room. Yep. Uh, Yeah. I mean... Overall, I thought the room was okay other than that. I didn't think it was a particularly good sex room. It was just like a room with some fun, sexy things in it. Yeah. It was, I mean, it felt like what, something you would just see on like any random TV show. Nothing was special except for like the sign, which was amazing. I mean, yeah. You're really, it, you're really setting the tone with the, like, the artwork and the sign. 
and obviously the sex <laughs> objects around. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you, you really set in the ambiance there with that. I, I get, I'll give, give you props for that. But the like functionality of the room, I feel is very limiting. I would agree with that. But also like there wasn't that much space to work with. Yeah, it was a pretty small space. Uh, one thing also while we're in the minutiae of AJ is that uh, they were hesitant about the flogging. So they went to a kink teacher kind of, I think. I think they, I think they came to their own home. I'm not sure. Is Z and T or TI or something were their names? Yo, uh, TI, like the guy, the rapper. Yeah. Yeah. It's TI. Yeah. Yeah. What do uh, you know about and that? The girl went like, Immediately was in pasties on the show and on the cross getting flogged. Which... Not, where I, not where I expected the show to go, to be honest. Yeah, no, I was, just I was like, not expecting to see pasties. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're appreciated. Let's be clear. There were some nice ones, but it was an interesting, like, they're going to this king thing. And the next thing you know, she's topless and she's yeah. getting, <laughs> she's getting whipped or flogged. And you're like, oh, man. I know this was a sex show, but man, they really take it to the next level, like right away. Netflix and chill. They're living into their best values. That's true. 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 Uh, Any other minutiae you guys want to get into with Taylor and AJ? There's still a couple. Um, I'm looking at them on Instagram and, you know, they're, they seem to be going strong. Uh, AJ. Do they have an an OnlyFans? Oh, maybe. I'll, I'll try to find that. Uh, yeah, AJ has a satellite imagery startup, and Taylor is like an engagement social media manager. What is um, an engagement social media manager? So her literal title is community and engagement manager at Melio. I don't know what kind of company that is. Maybe that is like for the D'Amelio's third sister. Um, <laughs> and uh, it says that she's established her own social media company called sweet potato social okay, okay uh, there you go i have two minutia uh minutia one i've never seen a straight man on tv talking about using butt plugs pretty hmm. rare yeah sure um and there is just one scene um with her and the contractor mike that i thought was really great um where so uh, or uh, melanie and the contractor uh, so Melanie gets on uh, the spank bench and she's like sort of reaching for the ceiling. He's like, oh, that feels good on your lumbar, right? And he, she's like, feels good on the clit, mate. And I thought that was great. Yeah, that was pretty that good. That was a good line. Yeah. She definitely throwing those sexy one-liners. Like you're not usually used to like the rock. You get some good one-liners. But here you're getting sexy one-liners. And that's pretty rare. I think that really adds a lot to the show, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Um, so Melanie is so good. Uh, so one last thing on Taylor, she's a TikTok strategist. Uh, if we ever need to up our TikTok game, hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay, we should reach out. <laughs> um, let's move on to our second couple. So they did the Netflix kind of. Netflix does this sometimes where they're like, "Hey, fucking hate watch this you. shit. We want you to watch episode two. So here's half of the couple <laughs> things. So you watch the next one because you're already invested in this next couple, which was Raj and I wrote down Ryan. That's correct, right? That's yeah, correct. Actually, there's one thing I need to talk about the segue into Raj and Ryan. 
they showed a little like clip of a car wash that's yeah, like that. touchless or soft touch and it was like so they showed the brushes whipping the car and it's like oh that was this pristine editing that's good that's some good stuff the, the, there was a lot of money I felt on the screen here. There's a lot of B-roll that really just like shocked me. For a, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of painting B-roll and like setting floor B-roll and then this car wash B-roll. I think the best part was their introduction was like, let's go to the suburbs. And it was like showing random people and a random like Colorado suburb, like, I mean, suburb and anywhere town USA. So it's like, anyone can get a sex room. Look at Raj and Ryan, get a sex room. Uh, so here we are I, in the suburbs. With the Broflovskis and the Marshes. I'm sure that's yeah. going to be next. So they have this giant, like, master bedroom that they, like, th- haphazardly thrown like some stuff in there's like some dressers the beds on the floor and uh melanie rose had like she hated it she hated the room right from the start which was weird to me because it's like well you're coming into nothing here so you can like all the shit can go like you should be happy she's just pissed that there wasn't enough banging going on there because there was no bed frame she's like let's let's talk about your bed frame fucks up with that it's true that is true. If you were like, I want everyone to have the most sex in their lives as possible, and you walk into this room, you're like, well, okay, this is why you're not having sex. This is like pretty yeah. crappy room. You need a sex room. Come to me. So uh, that they need, they wanted to have this room. Their master bedroom turned into a sex room. Uh, so what did they do? So they like moved the bed around, and they were gonna have a like a fireplace area. And then like a media lounge, which I'm not sure my sex room needs a media lounge, but my master bedroom could use a media lounge. So I mean, they kind of make fun of it. Like Melanie is like, this guy's a total dweeb, you know, that he, that he wants this, you know, TV that pops out of the roof or whatever. And the Bluetooth, you know, uh, audio and everything. Yeah. But I think what uh, the, the other room was, only for sex. This room is meant for cuddling. Yeah, this is a cuddle room for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's you a know, lot so, of yeah. kinky stuff going on in this room. It wasn't yeah. really clear that there were two rooms to me. It's not two rooms. It's oh. not two rooms. There you go. We're okay. just we're comparing it to the previous couple. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, and, and so like the media space makes sense, I think, in the because you have the sex space and the cuddle space. Right, so like, okay, right, you're gonna cuddle, and then they're they're gonna put um, the frame, like the Samsung frame TV, up there, right? So it's like, okay, yeah. I mean, you know, maybe their couple activity is browsing Pornhub. Yeah, it's gonna be cool in the frame. You know, you get that nice George Costanza picture. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and that's kind of we just kind of saw the design, and the show ended. They did a CGI rendering of what it was going to look like, and then the show ended. <laughs> I was like, "Why?" Uh, that that really upset me that they did the Netflix bullshit. I think they did this on uh, the Marie Kondo show. Yeah, I mean, they did this with that. What was that? Indian matchmaking, which is back, by the way. Uh, mm. They kind of just like 
went from one person to the other and like kind of haphazardly through episodes. It's not like a lot of network TV you have. It's like a beginning, middle and end. And Netflix doesn't necessarily, they want you to keep watching. So there's not necessarily an end. That's all that satisfying, which like I was originally ready to give the show props for covering two people for upper episode. I thought that was going to be great. And then they did this shit. Yeah, it was very them all. No, uh, but what about that? Uh, this season on, did you guys watch? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, that uh, a lot of interesting couples on there, like from every every walk of life. Just the the poly. There's seven of us. I might need to watch that episode. I was saying the same thing. I, I told Brian that. Oh, this is about to be eight. Exactly. I <laughs> Melanie Rose getting right in there. Uh, she wants to. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely do a follow. Like I mean, we never done this, but like a follow up pod specifically on this Polly episode because that Polly episode. Like, all the other ones, I was like, maybe like because the show is fine, but the Polly one, I was like, okay, what what's what's this room gonna be? What like? kind of sex room are we doing for a polyamorous relationship? Like yeah. that's gonna that's gotta be a sex room, you know? It's gotta have a lot of lot of activities. There's a lot like of people in there. I feel like you gotta. <laughs> You know, focus on the eat cleanability of the room as well. With that many people, you don't like you don't want it to get dirty. Like that's as we we're talking about. You get a squeaky floor. You get a drain like <laughs> under the bed, and you well, just like, fucking rain. <laughs> like you don't want any furry beds in, no. in your polyamorous bedroom, in your sex room. You want some easy clean beds. Oh wow! Look at so I'm looking at the uh, thumbnail. For the Polly episode, it's episode four. Um, they only show six people, so I don't know where they got seven. But the breakdown is not what I thought it would be. It's four guys, two girls. All right, okay. I've seen enough porn yeah. where that makes sense. No, I mean it, it's fine. I just I wouldn't have thought that. I thought it would you know be like couple, 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 nah, or hetero, hetero, hetero. You know. Yeah, you don't know. These could be there. Could be a gay couple in there. You know, like get some bi yeah. couples in there. You know, right. I think. Yeah. I think, I think there's any couples. I think it's just all of them together. We'll it's have to. Un- find, we'll have to yeah. We should have looked. We usually just watch episode one because, like, usually gives a good introduction. But like, you know, if we had known there's a polyamory episode, I feel like. Yeah. We would have watched that for sure. Now, now we know. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, one thing I want to talk about before we move on is like the Raj and Ryan kind of. I thought they were a pretty interesting couple because Raj was like, I want all the feels. I want touchy. I want feely. And Ryan was like, Bluetooth. We needed the, the TV from the ceiling and very nerdy and like just didn't understand the whole feel part. And I'm hoping that like, you know, Melanie comes in and really bridges that gap between the two of them. I feel like I'm invested. Netflix is getting me. Yeah, congrats, yeah. dude. <laughs> they they got me. Uh, the other thing, oh, for their couple, for their feeling board, what did they call it, Max? The what? The board. The board. The mood, it's, the mood board. Oh, uh, get her in the mood board. Yeah. So Raj wants all the feels we just talked about, and then it was vacation getaway at home, and then it was sensation, sensation, sensation. So that was their get her in the mood board. 
there'll be feathers all over that place. Sure, the so. feather was the unique thing we saw that she really loved the feather. All about the feels. The feels. Do you think there's going to be like like feathers on the wall? Yeah, there's going to be feathers everywhere you can reach. All the pens are now being in flowers. It's going to be like some uh, feathers just like sticking out of a pot. They're going to be everywhere. So you can st- sp- spark it anywhere. Get her in the mood. Is there like an Amazon subscribe and save for feathers? I bet you there is. <laughs> I feel like you can just go to like a chicken plant. <laughs> yeah. Chicken plant? <laughs> You want chicken over. feathers? I don't think you want chicken know. feathers. No, no, I don't. I, I don't know my my feathers that well. Don't knock until you try it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, but I'll, I'll put it on the list. Uh, yeah, I don't any other minutia we want to talk about. We get some questions, maybe. During the <laughs> flogging lesson, there was like this maneuver that he was doing. That's just like really like you're doing this like twirly dance. Oh yeah, the flogging yeah. was intense. Like it wasn't yeah. just slap, slap. It was like shoo, 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 in like a figure eight motion. Dude, it was I some mean, general grievous shit. It was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> put that one on the put that on the show description. <laughs> some general grievous shit. Thank <laughs> you for I, appreciating. That. It, there has got to be porn of this somewhere. <laughs> Talk about nerdy <laughs> shit. <laughs> um, there's. So they get the uh, St. Andrew's cross, which is basically a, a big letter X. Uh, think about it. And this uh, spank bench, which is kind of like a pommel horse. That's the way for me to think of it. And it gets delivered in a box. Um, but no one wants to put like porn equipment or sex equipment on the box. So it says exercise equipment. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't know if this is true or not, but it was kind of a nice little bit. I feel like it's just an easy thing. Like, if you really wanted to hide it, like, you, you want it to be, like, through some random-ass company and just put exercise equipment if it's big. I've heard about this for, like, a sex toy online companies. Like, they will charge your credit card as, like, something that looks fine and the address is, like, something that looks fine. Makes sense, yeah. yeah. You know, like, yeah. No one wants to have that conversation. <laughs> Um, I mean, you're still gonna get asked about that, but then, you ha- like, what do you do? It, it could be anything. But then that the like they had to open it in the yard, so like if anyone was paying attention, they're like, and she gets on the back oh, of it yeah. and gets vlogged. Like that's a scene. If you're like watching that from your desk God, that'd be in the so middle good. of the workday, like that's that's a thing. <laughs> Whatever film, meeting I'm in, there's a film pauses. crew. There's a film crew out there. That's a scene, right? <laughs> like the film crew opening up sex like dungeon items in the front yard that's good i like that uh, image minutia have we talked about sort of the current state of raj and ryan's room or just the future state the current about both the current state of about the bed on the floor and just random stuff around there, she right? says tell me about your bed frame what the fuck's going on there which really spoke to me yeah happen uh i think we'll skip the worst human being because i i think this is too positive for that question yeah Mm -hmm. uh is this the apex for the host here no she's she's gonna go so far she's (laughs) she's gonna be the new dr pepper we've already discussed this chris i don't give a shit not considering the future 
She's going places. <laughs> it's her apex. <laughs> I think it. I mean, in terms of her TV career, obviously it's her apex. Yeah, I think it's apex too. Um, what do you think the production schedule is on something like this? How long does it take to make a sex room? Week. Mm. No, well, no, less than I, a week. I think when you say made, it's, you know, coming up with the mood board, design concepts, agreeing on what to buy, getting the stuff delivered, doing the construction. I think that's a month at minimum. Yeah, actually, I forgot about the custom couch and stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's like you go to each person's route, like place, you do the intro, you get an idea of what you want. There's definitely a lot of back and forth here, I think. And yeah. then the contractor can only really work on one at a time. I'd say like two months probably for the show. Like you don't need to film every day though. So yeah, it's, the, the film crew's on loan. Like wherever they are, it's just like, okay, roll into the next Netflix production. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's move on to, would this show be better as a Quibi or TikTok? Ooh, I don't um, know. I think this worked pretty well as is if they just put two people per episode. Fuck you, Netflix. <laughs> I I mean, I like the length of these episodes, but like I was telling Brian while we were watching this is like they always all these home renovation shows just kind of annoy me because they're like, OK, we're going to come in. We're going to figure out what you want. And this is the design. And then they have these awful shots that make no sense of them putting the room together. You're like, I don't care how you're putting the room together unless it's the show about putting the room together. And it's like five minutes of useless footage. You could easily cut that from this episode. Just be like, here's what we're thinking we're going to do. And then maybe you like show like if they have a problem or something and then show it. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like there was some B-roll here around like them putting together paint on the wall. I'm like, I don't need to see paint on the wall like B-roll. No, but it was central painting, though, and it was, was working. It? Was it? Yeah, it was working. Were people naked? Were they in pasties? Were they were they flogging the paint on each other? Oh, that would have been so good if that was, like, one of the B-roll shots. Yeah, have the have the sex couple come in and paint. That would be a fun <laughs> spinoff. How to like sex build a sex room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the Marie Kondo part of, like, where the Marie Kondo, you had the, the couple was doing things, or, like, people were involved in the show whereas like the couple's not that involved they're not doing anything for their sex room right no i mean taylor and aj were just banging wherever they were that didn't matter <laughs> yeah yeah it's, yeah i mean it's all for the reveal you know of what their new sex room looked like but i feel like if you really were like okay we're gonna give you activities to do that like help you make your sex room like where it's like a real piece of you that could be a good part of the show yeah. Could be a good addition. Netflix, reach out to us. We really need to be producers here, I think. We'll just quit our jobs and we'd be reality show producers. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> I think the answer is no, but that's fine. <laughs> Brian, who's going to hook up next? <laughs> I mean, this is a really big thing, but I think Melly's going to hook up with somebody, and I think it's going to be Taylor and AJ. I think that like they're going to try <laughs> yeah. out that sex room immediately. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's Taylor and AJ. <laughs> uh, it could runner up could be Melanie and uh, Mike. Yeah, that's true. They could that could just be like random. No, no, no. We Mike's ended the on there. I think it's going to be Taylor and yeah. AJ. 
No, no, no. Why? No, no, no I don't think Mike. No, Mike. I don't know if Mike's married. Yes, I wasn't he... paying attention. Yeah, because when uh, Melanie was flirting with Mike, the son's like, "Oh, mom's not gonna like that." Oh yeah. Or is she? Wink, oh. wink. Oh. I think uh, it's gonna be AJ and Ryan. I will not be explaining further. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, gonna take the safe bet, Taylor and AJ. Uh, let's do some drinking <laughs> rules, Brian. What kind of drinking rules you got for me? Finish your drink every time somebody is naked. Does that include pasties? Yeah. Uh, I think you need a drink for any sexual. Uh, anything sexual going on? You got some sexual tension. Got a good sexual one-liner, like. You really, you gotta really enjoy and embrace the sex here. Uh, Noah, you got a drinking rule for us? Yeah, every time you see an object that you weren't aware of before, take a drink. Or an object you didn't know could be a sex object. Mm. Mm, That's a good one, yeah. Uh, Max, what do you got for me? Every time somebody's like, "Uh, yeah, maybe, I, I don't know, take a drink. That's a good one. Anytime anyone embraces their new sexual thing, like a feather or a flog, what's Chris, a flogger called? A flogger. It's just yeah, a flogger. I, okay. <laughs> I found that funny. You're like, what is a flogger called? Oh, I didn't know, but it had a fancy name, guys. Calm down. What, like, what do you mean? I'm confused. <laughs> it's fine. All right, moving on. Flogger 2 for ColecoVision. <laughs> what do you love about the show, Brian? That is trying to break barriers. Like this is legitimately different. It's trying to like show some good light on something that's usually put in the dark. Max, what do you love about the show? I think the first 30 seconds of the show are just uh, Italian chef's kiss phenomenal of like you know she walks into the house she's like oh what a beautiful house oh it was built in 1885 so i understand you want to build a sex room it's just so good uh no what do you love about the show i think i gotta go i think you touched it i think the sex positivity angle like it strikes this fine balance between man these people are crazy bananas and who in the world does this versus like they seem maybe normal, maybe, you know, uh, and like trying to put this in more of a conversation. Um, not that I don't know how I think about sex rooms, but just like, okay, people can actually talk about that. And I think that's good. Where we definitely want to be talking about sex rooms, I think, ever in our lives as a group, ever. Noah. When you bought your house, did you consider a sex room? Where you're like, "Oh, I need a room that I could have that we can turn into a sex room." Is that a consideration at all? Never thought about it. It's like it just goes down to my first thing. Like, you need so many rooms. Yeah, you need the you need the bedroom. You need the office. You need the second office. You need the media room. You need the living room. You right. need the sex room. Like, like you want a workout room, like there's going to be, you want like maybe a music room. Like there's so many other types of rooms I would prioritize that <laughs> I'd have so many rooms to get to a sex room. How is a music room over a sex room? Like what is a music room? Is it just you and your record player? Oh no, I'm thinking of uh, instruments. 
Um, so, so yeah, you're, you're like you're getting a drum set. A yeah, trumpet. so drum set, trumpet, piano. You can get some uh, sound pads. Like the sound doesn't travel a lot. Make sure it's acoustically set set up well. You know, you get some good speaker. Like you, you can definitely. You know, what you need ham. to prioritize over that. Noah, a podcast room. The podcast room can be in the music room. Uh, okay. it, it can duel as well. You can duel. It could be a workout room too. You know, drums can be a good workout. Okay. Do you think there's any podcast out there that's like just while they're having sex, like they're podcasting about it? Like, <laughs> what? oh, they- <laughs> what? Like, oh, that feels pretty good. You could be the first one, Max. <laughs> like, your podcast room could also be your sex room. I think there's a lot of sites where you can have watch podcasts like this video podcasts mm. do, do you think a good pod, a good podcast room would be a good sex room because it would be like keeping the noise in yeah oh that's true pod. you gotta have that insulation the pod is up and but out then you need the mirrors and everything yeah. like yeah you need the cuddle too. couch like that yeah. all right let's get back to what i love about the show you guys talked about the sex positivity i think that's great i think the music has phenomenal for a Netflix show. Like they got the eighties kind of fun, you know, sexy, you know, romance music. Then they got some fun, like rock and roll. Like the music is taking a big step forward for a Netflix production. Like can always expect MTV to have some music. That's really good. But Netflix in general, I don't think has ever had music that I thought was like they did well in this show. It did. So props to you, Netflix. Usually your shows are not good, so very surprising. Uh, For our new question, what do you think about the tone of the show? Which we kind of talked about how like it's sex positive and like the sexual one-liners, and I think it's very sex positive. It's a positive show, so I think the tone's pretty good. Brian, you have any? Anyone have any other thoughts? I I want to draw a compare contrast with like too hot to handle which is you know arguably a lot about sex but like this just does it so much better it's a completely different subject but Mm. the problem is is a lot of these too hot to handles and love islands and stuff is like 20 somethings just trying to hook up and like one allowing hookups and one not allowing hookups it's just like not very sex positive yeah they're like all super attractive all just kind of like they've been handed sex their whole lives, you know? And some of the, I'm sure on this show, they're going to come to people who are like very sex regressive. So that I think there'll be, you know, there's definitely different places that different people fault in those kind of shows. So, um, there's, I'm trying to think like how to, but this is great. I'd love to see, yeah, I know. So what I'd love to see for this show is checking back in on, like, hey, we built it. How's it going? Like, (laughs) you know. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely love, like, oh, we love this part of the room, but we don't love this part of the room. And they're like, shake it up, you know? I mean, I'd love that probably for almost every Homer model show, you know? It's not. Uh, it's it's always like this is the final product, and we move on. You know. Yeah, I think for mo- I think this one just even more so because it's just so unrelatable, right? It's like, oh man, like I wonder, like what they find. It's like the cross is too narrow. 
It's like, oh, wow, I would have never thought that, you know? Like, okay. You just want to have more pictures in your mind of them having sex together. You're like, yeah, we love this. And then you can picture them on the, the sex bench. Or it's whatever. less about like wanting to see them. It's more of like, how will you actually use all this stuff? And like, will you use all this stuff? Like, I just, it, it just seems like such an effort. We need to talk to your wife about the sex rooms. No, I think uh, <laughs> that would be an interesting conversation. Uh, let's uh, let's do our last question where we do ratings. So we do a stack ranking system between top, middle, bottom, third show compared to other reality shows. And some people stack rank in their stack ranks. Brian, what do you got for me? Bottom of the top. I want to watch more. I'm going to probably watch that entire season and see what it's about. Hopefully it lasts. Hopefully gets another season, unlike Marie Kondo. R.I.P. Uh, Noah, what do you got for me? Similar to Brian. Um, I mean, we're already hooked on at least watching one more of the Polly episode. Top show, bottom and top. The reason why it's not more up there, I think for the reasons explained, like, I'd like to get, like, a little bit of a notch deeper. Like, these shows that help explore a subculture, um... Like we did for the um, for gay, gay Pride Month, I can't think of the show's name, but um, when they go to like the drag shows, the voguing like, show. Well, there was legendary, right? Oh, yeah. That was a voguing show. But then we did a more recent one. Um, where we're here, I think, right? I don't think there? I was there for that one. I forget yeah. what the show's called. Anyway, yeah, I know what you're isn't that about. the one where the dinosaurs are come back and they're animated? No, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's we're back. Bad. I was like, oh, I was like, isn't that called Dinosaurs? The, the, uh, the movie from <laughs> 1991. Um, yeah, so I, I'd like them to like just help us understand a bit more, which I think those shows did a lot better job on. Uh, so that's why it's top, but bottom of the top, because they could help us like connect better. Max, what do you got for me? Uh, this would have been a bottom of the top if they didn't pull the fucking Netflix shit. I want two people per episode, and they took that for me. And that's not Melanie's fault. That's the editor's fault. But that <laughs> now it's, puts now it it's middle, the bottom. middle third, top of the middle. You guys fucked up. You know. I mean, it's better than the last Netflix show we watched, where they let people cheat. So. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Like, I, it, it honestly, it hurts me to put this in the middle, but the editors did this to me. I really hope there's not a crossover episode where is it cake in this show? It's, it's a bad outcome. I, uh, I'll also put this in the top. I'm a big fan of positive shows. Shows very positive. Let's do it. I think that was great. I think that it falls into the trap of home renovation shows, which I find really stupid in the most points. Just like, this is what we're going to do. Then we're going to show you half doing it. And then we're going to show it's done. And like, it's like I, I don't really need to show you like show me how to make a wall or something like that that's useful like don't show me like random shit i don't know anyway i digress i think that part of the show aside i think it's great i think it's fun like fast forward to them and that i think mike is a good personality for that part of the show like you definitely kind of need a personality to do some of that anyway so uh yeah that's it that's our discussion of how to build a sex room you can tell us what you thought about this show on twitter at who put this on vote in our poll uh you can tell us if top middle or bottom third now let's get to some shout outs uh we've been watching the rehearsal since ever since we watched the rehearsal is anyone caught up on the rehearsal yes are we all caught, caught up? up we're all caught up on episode episode five right yeah uh, it's getting 
real meta. Uh, I am not surprised. Spoilers, by the way. We're going to spoiler it. Uh, The one woman left. Uh, She is so crazy. (laughs) Angela is wild. Yep. Just like, no, (laughs) Jews killed Jesus. Everything is satanic. (laughs) Not everyone can have any Judaism in this house. Mel Gibson makes some really good movies. <laughs> oh my god. I love that she picked the worst possible person to say, I really love his movies. <laughs> yeah. like, made uh, Passion of the yeah. Christ. So. Uh, sorry, you mean Apocalypto. Her favorite movie. <laughs> oh yeah, well, he did that too. But He did Passion of the Christ. I think. Yeah, he did Passion of the Christ. Mm. I was surprised she didn't mention it. Uh, since how much she loved Jesus. Oh, you're right, yeah. And she was like, I can't accept the fact that Jesus didn't die for our sins. And that's, you know, that's truth. That's facts. Facts. <laughs> Episode facts. five was so fucking nuts. I loved it. <laughs> I really love And then they made the model of the house so he could practice this conversation. <laughs> that was really good. I love the actors coming back from the acting class. That that's that's amazing. Dude, the yeah. subreddit is also really good because they found like the actual like studio where they uh, were doing like the training and everything. Oh, nice! It's on Google Maps. It's so That's good. Awesome. I like that they made a real bar out of the fake bar, the Lizard yeah. Lounge, <laughs> and the actors are working in it. So Nate's good. Nate's uh, I do think we've ended the whole meta narrative. I love the last episode where like. There is the acting class, and then he was like trying to get somebody's head, so he had other people play the actors of the acting class while he tended to be summoning that. Like that whole thing, I love. I, that was probably peak of the show for me, probably, but because that's so fucking weird and next level, and you're like, oh, I guess that makes kind of sense, but it's nuts. Uh, uh, that's kind of a favorite part, but I, I'm interested to see where episode six goes, where like. You know, he finishes off this like fatherhood thing, even though that wasn't what he was trying to do at the beginning. So, yep. Maybe this was his rehearsal. It'll just be a full meta. I mean, yeah. At the end of this episode, does he have a kid? Like, yeah. Like, does he adopt a kid at the end of this? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, because he's. He, I think he's divorced. Yes. Um, yeah. But doesn't mean you can't adopt a kid. No, no, but like, it wouldn't be like. You know, with uh, yeah, the he's rehearsing there. to be a single dad. Mm, oh, I, I got you, got you, got you, got you, got you. Uh, Brian, you have any shout outs this week? Better Call Saul burned through two seasons and weekend pretty much. Oh, shit, Lucky man, there. that was gonna be mine. I'm in the middle of season two. Like, oh, yeah, we even uh, talked about this. That's crazy. It ended, guys. It's yeah. amazing. Ending was phenomenal. You guys are in for a great time, very fun. Uh, Westworld though, Westworld that ended season four. Man, I'm not sure they landed the ending for the season. They did not. the The beginning was good. I liked watching it week to week. And there, there was a big twist. Swings. They took some swings here, and there's some misses. And uh, you know, we'll see if they get a season five. Uh, uh, you know, HBO Max has been very brutal lately. We'll see. I. I was, it, it started promising, you know, Chris, you said it's the best season since one and I was ready to believe you. And then no, 
Well, maybe it still is. I think it was really good up until the last week's episode, season episode seven. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 willing to go that far. And then it just kind of then it fell apart, but that's okay. I enjoyed the ride. That's why I'm like, don't. I didn't want people to sit on it because like the ride is fun part with Westworld. Yep. A lot of the times, so it's like watching it week to week, trying to figure out what's going on, and then you know. Season one, where what was going on was like fucking phenomenal, take it to the next level. Whereas, like, this season, it just didn't take it to the next level. So, it happens. Yep. Uh, Noah, do you have anything more to say about Better Call Saul or anything else? No, in the middle of it. Um, not, not binging as fast as Brian, uh, but binging it to my degree. Um, what I binged super fast, though, The Bear on Hulu. I've heard uh, good things. It, it's very good um and it's i think like three and a half hours of content you know so like uh yeah very good what is the bear about noah about uh a chef in a restaurant in chicago all right well there you go max you have any shout outs this week uh been catching up on tuca and birdie season two what a what a cute little show Mm mm-hmm yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. You can find us on Twitter at Who Put This On. Vote in the poll. You can find oh. us on Facebook.com slash Who Put This On. You can email us questions and suggestions at Who Put This On at gmail.com. You can find us on TikTok at Who Put This On Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that may be. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex.